Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm today's host, Coleman Hodges, and joining us is Canada's newest member on the 2023 World Championship Open Water Team. She currently trains in Sarasota with the Sarasota Sharks. Today, we are sitting down with Abby Dunford. Abby, how's it going? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm great. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited to sit down and talk. First of all, I just want to start with this. I came to Sarasota for practice and pancakes. You and Summer were kind enough to recommend uh, a diner where I should go to get pancakes. And on the video, I said your name wrong. I said Abby Duncan, not Abby Dunford. And apparently it has now stuck. It has. It has. Um, all of my friends, we all... They all call me Abby Duncan now, which is super funny. And it's kind of a run, running joke with us. Um, we like to make raps. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna rap right now, actually. Abby Duncan on the track with her friends in the back and the cat in the rack. Um, so, like, we just, like, mess around with each other. Um, and maybe I'll get a sponsorship with Duncan someday. Um, so, thank you for putting my name out there. I appreciate it. So, you're welcome for my mistake. <laughs> I'm I'm glad a positive came out of that uh, because initially I just felt bad and I was like oh my god you know I no, I, I should have uh, I should have thought twice but wanted to start off with that anyway let's get into swimming related topics um, open water nationals for Canada were recently just in Grand Cayman of the Cayman Islands which. Yeah. First of all, sounds like an awesome place to have a competition. Can you tell us just a little bit about the competition itself competing at an open water nationals, nonetheless, in Grand Cayman? Yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, the Grand Cayman, they the people who were running the course and everything, they were so amazing, very supportive. Um, Canada Swimming ran a great race. We I think it had the most people. Um, out in the Grand Caymans for Canada Swimming Ever racing open water, which is really cool. Um, the waters were super beautiful. They were about 78 to 80 degrees. Um, we raced early in the morning at like 720. And uh, we the 10K was first, which was super, super fun. It was an eight lap course and each lap was 1.25K. Um, and it was just such a great experience. Everyone was really happy. Um, all of the Swimming Canada staff is super, super supportive, and I really appreciate them all. So it was just a great time, very um, chill, no stress, just um, having fun. So for you, when you're competing in a 10K, especially when you kind of know that there are world championship spots on the line, what was your strategy heading in? And, and how do you feel like the race went overall? Just to give our audience some context, you finished second in that women's 10k race yeah that's a great question um so going into the race i really had no expectations with myself um i just really wanted to have fun and like race to the best of my ability um there were great competitors in the race one of them being emma finland um and i knew if i could try and stick with her for as long as i could um, then I would have a chance of making the world, the world's team. So I just stuck with her for the first seven laps. 
Um, and we eventually broke off from the rest of the pack on lap. I think it was lap two, actually. And we just swam together for like an hour and a half or sorry, like an hour and 40 minutes. And then the last lap, I just tried to race and sprint home. Um, and basically the whole time I was just focusing on keeping my stroke together, um, having good breath and yeah, just really touching my hand on the touchpad, um, as fast as I could. So, yeah. What, uh, strategically, you know, I've, I've like never swam open water. I have kind of a little uh, concept of how to approach a 10 key. 10 K race strategically, you know, are you trying to build each lap as you go? Are you trying to descend like one to four or five to hold five to eight or, you know, it's like, I can, I know pool terms, but I'm not really familiar with the open water strategy. What, what, what did your, uh, approach to this race look like? Yeah, good. So everyone is different. Um, in open water, um, a lot of people have different strategies. So a lot of people, will either like build into the race or descend from five to eight. For me, I really kind of just held a certain pace. So like I went out um, and I went out and I held that pace. It was like probably like a red type threshold effort. Um, and I just drafted off of Emma. We drafted off of each other. Um, and really, I was just trying to like keep my heart rate down um, and for me, I, like I said, I really, I didn't have any strategies going in because I really didn't want to go in with any expectations. Um, so I just truly went with my gut on each lap and swam the race as if I've really never swam a 10 K before. Um, and kind of just had fun while swimming. If that prior, makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so prior to this race, what is your open water experience? Have you raced a 10 K before? Yeah, I have. So I've swam U.S. Nationals in um, Las Vegas. I did a 10K there. And then there was another 10K in Las Vegas as well that I swam. And then let me see, where other, what other 10Ks have I done? So those are like the only two 10Ks that I've done before, but I did a 7.5K in Seychelles last September. And then I did 2019, the 5K in Miami, um, and then I've done some other 5Ks at like U.S. Nationals and stuff like that. So I, I haven't done many 10Ks, but I just try and learn off of each and every single one. What do you feel like you carried into this race just from the experience of those other ones? Um, for sure, being comfortable with myself. I mean, if that would have been my first 10K, I would have been kind of scared about, oh, am I going to get hit? Um, because it's a very it's a pretty aggressive sport. Oh, also I forgot to mention that I did the 10 K at worlds, which is a huge thing to not mention, but I did the 10 5 K at 2022 worlds in Budapest. Um, and that's where I really like learned how to swim in a really, really aggressive pack because the women in that event were like the best of the best. Um, and for sure, like worlds definitely set me up for having a great 10 K in the Cayman islands because, um, I knew how to swim with aggression, but I also knew how to draft off of people. And I knew that, um, like that I couldn't blow myself up for the first two laps. Yeah, absolutely. I, <laughs> I, I, I hadn't realized you competed last year in the open water at world champs, uh, from an experience like that, 
how do you feel like it went overall? Was that, I'm guessing that was your first senior world championships. Yeah. So that was my first senior world championships for pool and open water. Um, for the pool, I swam the mile and I was super grateful for that opportunity because I've, I'd never raced at a world level before. And just the support I received from Canada swimming and my teammates around me was amazing. And like, it was truly an honor racing, like the best in the world. So that was very, very cool. Um, and then 10 K was like a very different experience for me because I, I really like, I mean, I had been in the pool to like, you know, like U S nationals, U S open. Um, but for, for open water, I'd really never been to like a high level, like, I guess world meet with 60 swimmers in an event. So it was just crazy because I, like my coaches were like, you know, just stick with the pack, just try and do your best. So that's like, I just held on. Um, and I really, I raced my heart out. So I learned a lot from that race, which was really cool. Yeah. And then, so you mentioned Seychelles, which was that junior world yeah. open water championships. Yeah. That was junior worlds. Yep. D did you feel a lot more prepared? And again, just I'm so curious about racing in Africa, you know, some somewhere that's pretty foreign to to me as a North American. Yeah, no. So racing in Africa was absolutely beautiful. Um, very, very cool experience. Um, and racing in Seychelles, the 7.5 K, I for me, it was a bit more relieving because it was a younger pack. Um, so a younger group of swimmers. Um, but the, the 7.5 K was super, super aggressive. Um, the, the girls in that race were absolutely incredible. I mean, you had Katie Grimes, you had some of the Hungarians, you had the Europeans and they're all great swimmers. Um, so it was just, once again, I, I learned a lot in that race. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a super fun time. Nice. So in terms of training for open water, I'm always curious how people go about this differently just because, because it, it can differ. And I feel like, especially compared to swimming, there's much less of a roadmap of how to prepare for races like this. So, it, it, I mean, it seems like you've had quite a bit of experience racing open water. So how do you feel like training for it has gone best for you? So I've never really specifically trained for open water before. Um, I don't really train in the ocean. Um, the only way that I really train is just like dis doing distance workouts. Um, and Coach Brent and Coach Andrew work together to, um, I train with a distance group in Sarasota. We have a really good group of girls and guys who I train with. Um, and we just basically like grind out distance sets with each other every week. Um, and, but also we do a lot of like, I do a lot of anaerobic work. So a lot of like sprinting and power and dry land has also been super huge for me. Um, I feel like that's really contributed, contributed to, uh, my success in open water because you have to have strength to get through a 10 K and 5 K. Um, so yeah, I've never really like trained specifically for open water, um, because I focus like I, I focus on open water and swimming, but I'm still solely focused on like racing the mile and other events in the pool. Um, so yeah, I kind of just train the same way as I do for pool swimming. Yeah. So let's, I want to take this opportunity to back up a little. So you're representing Canada on an international stage. Uh, you were born in Canada. You moved to the U S when you were five, what brought you to the States? 
So my dad's job brought me to the States. Um, I moved to Louisiana when I was five years old. I was born in Saskatchewan, which is a province in Canada. Um, and yeah, I grew up swimming in Louisiana. Uh, I club swam there. I did summer league. I went to school there. I lived in a small town called Zachary, Louisiana, and I swam in Baton Rouge. Um, and those are some of my best memories growing up swimming. Uh, my best friends are all still in Louisiana. Um, and what's interesting about my story is that whenever I was younger, I actually probably at, by, at the age of 10, I asked my mom, I said, mom, I want to do more swimming. So she would take my friends and I to a local, our local YMCA pool in Zachary. And we would just like train yardage. We would grind out yardage because I wanted to better myself in the water. Um, and I knew that because in, I started swimming distance swimming when I was super young, like nine years old, I was doing the 500, I was doing the thousand, the mile, um, and I, I knew that I needed a bit more yardage to be able to do well in those events. So I would just train with others and train by myself. We would wake up at four in the morning before, like before middle school and we would train and then we would go to school and then we would go to the YMCA again and train. And then we would go to swim practice and then we would go home and do it all over again for probably like three years. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my backstory. <laughs> oh my Gosh, you were yeah. committed. <laughs> I was committed. I, I had goals and I'm really, really thankful <laughs> for my parents and for the people along the way who have supported me. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what goals did you have as a 10, 11, 12 year old? Um, that's a good question. So I've always want so I always wanted to break like Louisiana state records. I always had those in my head. Um, so like the 500 free state record, I wanted to break the 200 free, the mile. I, and then I just had those, like there were short-term goals, but my long-term term goal has always been making the Olympics and representing Canada on a world level. Um, so each and every single day when I'm practicing, I just think of that goal and I, I just work my tail off every single day and try and do the best that I can. Did you break the Louisiana state records? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, are you, do you still hold them? I do. <laughs> what a flex. <laughs> nice. Um, Thank you. Okay. So then what, when, and what uh, prompted the move to Florida and Sarasota for you? Yeah. So for me, I, um, I swam in Las Vegas with the Sandpipers for three years. Um, and I, for me, um, purely I needed a coaching change. Um, and so I called coach Brent and I said, um, Hey, I just need a different type of, um, like swimming change. My life is, can I come train with you? Can I come, um, check it out? And he was so, so, so amazing. And he was like, yeah, sure. Come on down. You can try it. See if you like it. Um, and it, it literally was probably a 15 minute phone call. And I was in Florida the next day. I was actually training in Vancouver at the time with the high performance center. And they're, they're amazing. I just needed a bit of a different, um, environment, just a bit of a younger environment. Um, so yeah, I called Brent and he was like, come on down. And I came and I absolutely loved it from the start. Um, and I truly wouldn't be here without the help of, um, Summer McIntosh and her mom, Jill. Um, they, I knew Summer from Worlds in 2022. Um, and we were friends and, um, I remember I called somewhere and I was like, hey, what's training in Sarasota like? And she was just like, oh, it's amazing. We have a great group of people there. Um, the coaches are super supportive. You should come try it out. Um, 
And yeah, whenever I came to the Sharks, Summer just took me in. Like we had known each other for 10 years and I like, I basically owe my swimming career to Summer and Coach Brent and like the Sarasota Sharks because I truly think they've saved my my life. So I'm very grateful for them. Congratulations. Uh, if you're comfortable talking about it, I'm, I am curious how you ended up in Vegas and what training with the Sandpipers was like for those three years. I mean, that's a significant chunk of time. Yeah, for sure. So um, when I was 13 years old, I knew I needed to make a change. Um, training in Louisiana, I just wanted a more high performance group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew about my my mom and I, we knew about the Sandpipers and they'd been doing super well. I mean, you had Bella Sims, Eric Sullivan, Katie Grimes, really everyone. Dylan Gray- and what? What year was this that you, when you were 13? Yeah. So 2019. Um, and so basically I moved to Las Vegas and I just trained there for three years. Um, it was, I, I'm very, very thankful for the relationships I made in Las Vegas. I still, I love those girls. They work super, super hard. Um, and yeah, training with the Sandpipers was, um, the training was quite challenging, but, I am grateful for the um, for the training because it taught me how to work. It taught me how to um, overcome challenges and some of my fears, and it taught me a lot about myself. So I'm very grateful for um, the time that I spent at Sandpipers. Did uh, were you always did you always know you would represent Canada? Like, are you a U.S. citizen or just Canadian? So I, um, I've always been a Canadian citizen. I recently just got U.S. citizenship, um, probably like a couple months ago. Um, but yeah, I've always represented Canada. Okay. So, and when did you first represent Canada, either on an international or, you know, on a junior level? Yeah. So my first time representing Canada was last year at Worlds. Um, and I'd never, I'd never like gone in a junior team trip or really any trip um, of that sort. So it was, it was a really, really cool experience. Yeah. And and I'm guessing going to Sandpipers, some of those goals were in your head as you were there for those three years. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, yeah. Worlds had always been in the back of my mind. Um, I had a very solid training block leading up to Worlds last year and I was still training with Sandpipers at the time. So um I remember I'd been at OTC, the Olympic Training Center, for a couple of weeks before I swam my 1620 mile at um, Canadian Trials. And I I was just training. I was really just training hard and um, feeling good, feeling confident in myself. And I swam that mile and I just tried the best I could. And I was really happy with my result. So, um, yeah, I had a lot of a lot of hard work behind me and I was just confident in myself. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's really cool to hear. It's also just cool that you've trained with two of the uh, most prestigious high performance club teams in our country yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You're really, you're, you're getting the full experience, which is really unique. For and sure. <laughs> For sure. Really cool. Um, so yeah, let's talk Sarasota. You're there yeah. now. Um, I, I, again, I had the privilege of coming out and seeing one of your practices, which Let's start there. You guys swim at five to seven a.m. Yep, which is pretty dang early. But apparently, you've been you've been getting up at four a.m. and training since you were ten. Long time. (laughs) Yeah. Um. How do you feel like the practice schedule 
works works for you just in your daily life and especially as an athlete? Yeah, great question. Um, I really, really enjoy our training schedule. Um, so Monday, Tuesday, um, Thursday, and Friday, we have our morning practices, and then we have our night practices. And our night practices are from um, 3 to 5.30, which is super nice because after our morning practice, I can come home, I can get a good nap in, I can get my schoolwork done, I can recover, which is super beneficial. Um, so yeah, the practice schedule for me has just really worked out well. Um, and I, I have lots of time during the day to recover and on the weekends as well. Um, and also it's super fun because on the weekends I get to hang out with my friends and even during, during the week, like, um, this week on Wednesday, summer, um, and like some of our friends, we all went to the beach and we just had dinner on the beach and we swim in the ocean. So I really like the balance of, um, our like social life, my social life, um, my school life and my swimming life here in Sarasota. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous having, uh, a really nice beaches as close as you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. In Sarasota. Yeah. Uh, so that, that sounds like a really cool aspect of training there. So yeah. as a distance swimmer, what's your favorite kind of work to do in the pool? <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but <laughs> from a young age, I've loved doing just like straight up, like pure distance workouts. So, um, I remember a couple weeks ago with coach Brent, we did, um, five, one thousands to send one to five. I really enjoyed that set yesterday. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Long course, short course. Oh, long course. Long course was the five one thousand. What did you descend down to? 1220 was our interval. And I think I descended down to like 1140 maybe, um, which is like pretty good. I, I was just, I was kind of dying on the back end, but I mean, that's like, that was kind of the whole purpose to just like descend and like try and come home just like in an open water race. Um, but I'm going to talk about the eight hundreds now. Um, so we did eight hundreds the week before, um, I was doing them with this guy's name is Fabian. He's, he's one of my good friends. I love training distance with him. Um, we were doing like six, eight hundreds and our interval was 10 minutes. And I, I descended down to like a nine thirty-five, which was, um, pretty good for me because I, um, I was just getting back in shape because actually six weeks before Canadian trials, um, I sliced my heel on the gutter. So I had to get stitches and I was out of the water for like basically two weeks. Um, I like, I couldn't walk, couldn't really do anything. Um, so I, that was just like a really great stepping stone and lead up to trials for me because, um, I was getting back into that distance groove. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So those are, those are real distance sets. Yeah. Those are real distance sets. And then yesterday we did, I actually really liked our set yesterday. Yesterday was 12, 300s short course yards on four minutes. Um, and there were in, so it was, um, like in a set, it was four sets. So four, 300s, three times. Um, and the first three in a set of four was with our ankle band and our snorkel. And then the last one. So the fourth one of each set was just like all out max effort. And I was 258, three minutes and then 259, which is, which is pretty, pretty good for me because, you know, I'm just getting better and better each day, getting more in shape each day. So I was really, I was really happy with that. Yeah. 
that's that's pretty stout. Uh, so congrats on that. Thank you. Um, I am kind of curious that the Sarasota Canada pipeline is uh, is very real at this yeah. point. Like you said, yes. um, summer was a huge part of of helping you get down there and adjust down there. Uh, Bailey O'Regan mm-hmm. also trains with y'all. Um, she also made the open water team for Canada. Did she come before or after you? So she came before me. Um, she has been in Sarasota for, I think, almost, I think about a year and a half now, maybe two years. Um, and yeah, she, great swimmer. Um, she, uh, she did very well at, in the Grand Cayman Islands, which was super amazing to have my teammate beside me. And I'm super excited to go to Worlds with her. Yeah. And then I think there are a couple others who who represent other countries outside of the U S so it's just kind of this really unique group, um, of, of young swimmers who are representing all, all different kinds of countries. Can you talk a little bit about that dynamic and, and how it is unique? You know, you've been to a few other training locations and I feel like, uh, this one, especially for high school age athletes is pretty special. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So, um, yeah, so like you said, we do have a lot of foreign athletes here. We have, um, so other than me, Bailey and Summer, we have Maddie Hartway and Sienna, who they are. So Maddie Hartway is a breaststroker. Um, she's such an amazing breaststroker. Um, and she's from Canada. She just moved down here. We have Sienna. She just moved down here like two weeks ago. She made Junior Worlds at Canadian Trials, which is super amazing. Um, and then we have Felipe who represents Chile. Um, he's an amazing sprinter. And then we have um, Fabian who represents Puerto Rico and he is a distant swimmer. Um, so yeah, our, like, I just think it's so amazing that we have coaches that support all of our international travels. Um, and just, they're super, super like coach Brent, coach Andrew, all the coaches at Sarasota are really, really genius at um, planning out how, we make all of these international events because it does, it does sometimes get tricky. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's such an, like, it's very, very cool um, being able to train with such amazing, such amazing athletes on a daily basis. Uh, speaking of Canadian trials, I'm guessing you went to Canadian pool trials that were in April. Yes. In April. Right? Yep. Can, can you tell me about the difference in preparation of a pool trials versus an open water trials? Yeah, for sure. So um, for pool trials, um, my yardage was taken down about two weeks before, maybe a week and a half out. Um, so we were just focusing more on lower yardage, but still like getting aerobic work in, um, still getting our heart rates up, but for sure um, just resting a lot more um, in a drop in dry land as well. Um, And then for open water, I didn't really have like a taper or anything like that. I think a day before the 10K, I only swam once and that was probably like a 5,000 swim. Um, So there wasn't really a drop in yardage at all, which which I really liked because I think my body responded to that super well in open water. Um, So yeah, there was a vast difference in um, both preparations for the different events. Mm. How did Canadian trials go for you? Oh, pool, not open water. Pool, yeah. Um, Canadian trials for me, pool was um, a great benchmark to see where I am in my um, swimming right now. Um, I had a pretty rough fall 
just with getting sickness, I had bronchitis and then I had, um, like my heel injury. So I had really only been training, um, for six weeks before Canadian pool trials. So for me, I just really wanted to go in to pool trials and put myself out there and just have fun and race and not give up and just like, just show up basically, because that's all I can do. Um, and coach Brent and I, he was so, so proud of me, which I'm, he was just like, I'm so proud of you. Like just going out there and racing and putting yourself out there was just so amazing. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a interesting experience, but, um, I'm very excited to get back to work. Um, we, I've had a really good, um, I've had a couple of weeks of good training since then. So I've been super, super motivated. Um, and also seeing like all of my teammates just killing Canadian trials was so, so motivating. Like summer breaking two world records was and junior records was just absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah. And everyone, um, who went to Canadian trials on Sarasota did amazing. So it was just, it was just a very positive, lighthearted time. That, that's great to hear. Uh, and I'm glad you have continued to do well since then. What mm-hmm. events did you end up swimming at Canadian trials? So I only swam the 1500 and the 800, the 1500 was first for me. And then the 800 was four days after, um, the 1500 was on the second day and then the 800 was on the last day. Um, and yeah, after the 1500, I was kind of, um, I didn't have the best race, um, for myself, but I just really tried to refocus my brain on thinking, um, ways I can improve myself. So I just really, um, recovered for the four days leading up to the 800 and I just slept a lot and I just, um, had great communication with Brent. Um, and I, I thought I had, I did a lot better, a lot of a better job in the 800 than I did in the mile. So I was proud of myself for just coming back and not letting the negative thoughts weigh me down. Um, so yeah. That's, uh, that's always a great feeling, not having a great swim and then being able to bounce back and, and have a much better swim. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on that. That's, that's great. Um, I gotta wonder, do you ever try to convince summer to swim the mile? (laughs) Funny question. I want summer should swim open water. I always try and convince her. I'm like, some, you should swim some open water with me, but no, nah, she's got, she's got it all under control. Um, she could, she could throw down a gnarly mile though. I know she could. Um, but yeah, she, <laughs> that, that would be fun to watch. Does she ever hop in the D lane with you guys? Um, so, um, not really. No, like, so our groups are pretty separate. So we have, um, this thing that we've recently, that the coaches have recently implemented, which has been called home base. So um, you have your sprinters and then you have your mid-distance swimmers and then you have your distance swimmers. Um, And like our coaches like split up and take care of one group. So Brent has like the mid-distance swimmers and the sprinters with coach John. And then um, we have coach Andrew who's on distance. Um, So I, um, and then we, Summer and I do train together, but just different types of training sometimes. Yeah. Nice. What do you ever get to do sprint training and or go to sprint group? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Brent, I, what I really like about, um, coach Brent's training is that he, he does a really good job of having a lot of diversity in the week of different, um, practices. So like this week we, I had, um, a distance set, which was the 12, 300s, but then, 
Um, two days before that, I also had um, a power workout, which was just 25s um, with parachutes. And I had 25s underwater with fins and just really working on that sprinting. So I do get some sprint workouts in um, every week and as, as well as I am training. Um, so yeah, I just, I really like how Brent um, works on all of the different um, types of like energy systems throughout the week. That sounds like a really nice balance. And especially as a distance swimmer, I would think that helps not oh, yeah. just to get For bogged sure. down. Yeah, no, so it's always fun. I love going and I love doing sprint workouts because it's something I can improve on. Um, as well as my, I am, I've never been the best I ever, but I'm, it's just, I love trying to improve myself every day. Um, and yeah, I really, really enjoy practice. So I, it's something I see at a lot of college at a lot of like NCAA systems and universities in the U S is that they kind of have this weekly, um, regiment where you kind of know what kind of practice each practice is going to be throughout the week, you know, you know, fast Fridays or threshold Saturdays or threshold to, you know, whatever it is, they kind of stick to this pattern. Is that something that, that coach Brent, um, and the Sarasota staff kind of has, like, do you know what to expect with, for each practice when you come in or does it differ for week to week? Yeah, that's a good question. So for me, if I'm being honest, I haven't had a long training block with the sharks yet, just because I was injured. I was sick. Um, so right now this is really my first ever kind of like training block with the sharks. Um, and over the past two weeks, I've noticed kind of a pattern. So like Monday we do, um, like, like red type work. We do rainbow, like the rainbow colors set. So like white, pink, red, um, in the mornings. And then at nights we do kind of the same thing with like some kicking and kicking and pulling, um, Tuesday we, in the mornings we did threshold this week, which was just like our red threshold. It was about like 3000 of, um, red work. And then at night we had, um, a sprint practice, like the 25s with the parachute and underwater. Um, and then Wednesday I was in, that's our single day. I did a threshold IM set with a distance group. Um, and that was just fast intervals, not much rest, but just swimming continuously. I am, um, with a one Oh five base freestyle interval. Um, and then Thursday was, um, the morning was working on blue efforts, which is like max effort, um, type, type of a heart rate. Um, and we did some like hundreds, some fifties, some one fifties, kind of like, kind of like Monday, um, just like the rainbow colors energy system thing. And then at night yesterday, I did a distance workout. And then this morning I did a breaststroke workout, which is, we did like our week strokes this morning. So it was just, um, a bit of shorter type stuff. So like fifties, 75s we did some kick this morning um which was fun to work on because I'm not the best breaststroker and I really need to improve that um so that was great working on breaststroke this morning um and then tonight I'm not I'm guessing it's gonna be either a distance set for me or maybe some sprinting so yeah and then Saturday mornings I think I think we're gonna have a distance set um Saturday morning which will be good that seems appropriate for a Saturday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Really maybe like, maybe, maybe like a 10 K workout. That seems about right. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, do you, 
you as an athlete, do you have a favorite piece of equipment to use and, or a favorite thing to do in training? Like, are, are you someone who loves pull or kick or uh, just swim? you know, do you have one of those favorites? Yeah. So I recently have really liked, um, pulling. I love pulling with a buoy, with a band and a snorkel. I find it very peaceful actually. And it just like stretches out my lats, which is always nice. Um, and then I like, I really, yeah. So equipment, I would say I like all equipment, to be honest. I I'm not a big fan of kicking with a board. I love kicking on my back. Um, but I do, I do still love a good kick set with a board. Um, and then for, yeah, that's, I really, I really enjoy pulling actually. Yeah. I, I feel like that's pretty in line with distance swimming. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I also agree that pulling with a snorkel is just, it's, it's, it is so tranquil. It's, it's such a, a yeah, it's such a like, nice experience. Yeah, it's great. It like calms me down. Right. Yeah. you just, you put your head down, you can really get into a zone yeah, or just zone out if, yeah, if you yeah. let your mind go. It's nice. Yeah. 5 a.m. I might. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just take a nap yeah, while you're exactly. pulling. <laughs> exactly. Um, so We've talked about, you've trained with Sandpipers, you've trained with Sarasota. Mm -hmm. I have a couple questions of, of like the best ofs. First, starting with the worst of, can you think of a worst practice that you've done, especially as a distance swimmer? You know, is there one set that stands out to you? It's like, this was just God awful. Yeah, yeah. So um, definitely, okay, so for Sarah, okay, so in Sarasota, um, with training with Sarasota, we did this set and it was six, no, yeah, 20, yeah, it was 60 fifties. Um, and the first 20 and it was Saturday morning. Um, and it was after a pretty hard training week. It was 60 fifties. Um, the first 20 were mile pace on, um, 50 and then the second long course, 20, uh, yeah, long course on 50, the two, um, to the foot. Um, and then the second 20 were, were, um, like, I think they were like 400 pace, um, on 45. And then the last 20 were with fins and paddles, um, just like all out. And those were on 40. And to this day, I will always like mention this set because I was truly like dying. Like it was, it was quite possibly one of the hardest things I've ever done in my whole entire life. Um, and I, I remember saying to coach Brent, I was like, coach Brent, like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. He was like, really? Because like, I've done some, like, like I've done some nasty sets. Like I've done 10, 400 IM up at 7,000 feet where I didn't make the interval and I swam it straight, but it did not compare to the 60 fifties on 40 and 45 all out. <laughs> yeah. That's intense. 20 fifties yeah. all out on 40. I mean, like, what do you even hold on those? Yeah. So for the first 20, I was holding, um, 32s to the foot. Um, okay. cause that's my mile pace. And then <laughs> the last 40, I was just really trying the middle, the middle 40 were the hardest for me because they were on 45 and it was after doing the 20 mile pace and I had to go faster. So I, I kind of died off on the, the middle 20. Um, I was hitting like 33s, 34s, um, which still isn't bad, but, um, I would like to be 32. Um, and then the last 20, I just tried to make it home with like, with all of my efforts, um, with fins and paddles. And I think I was wearing like 31s. Um, so it was just, I was just tr trying to finish as best as I could. That, that makes sense to me because mile pace 
to 400 pace and going faster on a faster interval seems like a really, really hard transition to make. Very, very, very hard. And fifties are so late. I feel like fifties are kind of like underrated. Like they're hard. Like fifties, I, at least for me, fifties are quite hard. Well, I mean, especially like when you're doing 20 of them, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, like it's, you have to stop and therefore you can't really find that rhythm as you would in like 12, 300s. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, but it was, it was gruesome. Right. Cause when you, when you said, oh, it's 60, 50 I was like, really? That's the hardest set. But then when you break it down, yeah, yeah, that's really hard. hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, I've done like, like very, very just like hard distance sets, but nothing has compared to that yet. Do you know what? It makes sense now. I get it. Yeah. Um, so you're, you've also trained again, we've talked about it with, with Olympians, with world champions, you're a world championship team member. Um, what is, what's the most amazing thing you've seen in a practice from you, from someone else? I mean, I'm guessing you've seen some cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, let me see. So while always watching summer is like, so whenever I was injured with my heel injury, I was biking on the sidelines, um, and my teammates were practicing and just like watching summer, not even like the time she was going or anything, but just watching her swim and the drive that she puts in to practice every single day. And just how like not, like beautiful her strokes are. It was truly amazing to watch. Um, and I think she just she always comes into practice with with such an amazing attitude. And just watching that day in and day out um, was just a beautiful thing to see. Um, and then whenever I was training with Sam Pipers, just training with um, like Claire Weinstein, like Claire Weinstein and I always train beside each other. Um, we always would grind out distance sets with each other and. Um, yeah, she just like watching her, um, improve Claire, um, from like for the year I was there with her, was just truly amazing. You could really see that she really progressed in her swimming. Um, and yeah, like by the end she was throwing down like really gnarly sets. Like I think she was doing like now she's, I'm sure she's on one Oh two, but we would always do the set. It was like 60, on the best interval that you could go off of. And I'm sure she's like down to 102 or 103 right now but I remember she started off at like 110 and by the end um whenever I left Sandpipers she was down to like I think 104 or 103 which was so amazing to see um her progression so um yeah and I that's short course yeah short course okay. yeah um and for me like I I take a lot of joy in watching my teammates um train because I think that everyone has like such a unique experience with swimming and just watching everyone like connect and motivate with each other is such an amazing thing to see. Um, and just, yeah, the, the efforts that those girls put in every single day is, is like incredible. So. I, I, I feel like that's a, a lot of swimmers can appreciate their teammates, but to me, like a distance swimmer saying I could watch someone train all day. It's like, yeah, that, that's, that falls in line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love watching. Yeah. I love, um, I love just being there for my teammates and always being positive. Well, thank you for sharing that insight. Uh, I, I really appreciate getting the insider track on that. So moving forward into the rest of your season, into next year, 
you've got now you've got world champs coming up. Um, do you have any other meets this summer that you're targeting or looking forward to? And then is, is Michigan in the fall? Is that still the plan for you? Yeah. So, um, after we're, we're still trying to figure out my, um, schedule for, um, the rest of this year. Um, so after world championships, so I leave for world championships, July 5th, um, and then I come back on the 21st and then futures, is the week after so i think i'm gonna i might be racing there i'm not really sure but i'm either racing at futures or canadian nationals um in august um so definitely either or um, where's futures or your futures futures. um i think it's gonna be in ocala florida um which is a great pool very very nice facility so yeah either meet either canadian nationals or futures will be great experience um and then so I'm actually still, I'm only a junior, so I still have um, a few, <laughs> it's okay. I still have a um, couple more months or not a couple more months, like a year and a half left, but um, of school. So, but yeah, I'm very, very excited to, I'm very grateful that I committed to Michigan. Really, really, really love the coaches there. And just like the team environment was amazing. So yeah. Incredible. I'm yeah. Uh- once again, thanks for the correction, but um, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a, a good rest of the summer um, in terms of, so you're a world champs last year in terms of training camp. I feel like this is uh, it's a special time that understandably the media doesn't get to see a lot of, but, but everyone says like, that's kind of where the team comes together. You know, it's again, it's just a very unique time. Um, the, those couple weeks before a world championships or an Olympic games, um, for you, what are you looking forward to the most about that training camp having had one last year with team Canada? Yeah. So, um, the one thing I love about representing Canada is definitely being with a team. Um, every single person on that team is so, so nice and amazing and just such a, um, they're just also nice. They're also welcoming. Um, and especially with me being, um, on the younger side, they've always kind of taken me in like a, a younger sister, um, which has been so great. Like at trials, I, I saw all the, like the people that I was with at worlds last year and they were just so like happy and they all gave me hugs and it was just a great time. So, um, with training camp, I'm excited to, um, be able to see everyone again and actually going to open model worlds. We have a super young team, Um, so everyone I think is under the age of 21, um, which is going to be really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to just feed off of each other's energy and learn from each other and just put in some great, some good distance work leading up to that 10 and 5k. Um, and also just, I really, really enjoy the team Canada coaches. They do a great job at preparing us to race on the world's level and yeah, it's going to be a really fun time. Nice. Well, Abby, once again, thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat with us. I feel like this has been a, a great conversation on my end. Um, any parting thoughts before we sign off today? Um, ah, just thank you so much for having me. This was such an amazing talk. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcasts on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below 
and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.